Welcome everyone as Fantastic Geek talks about the forthcoming Ahsoka series. My name is Matt and joining me as always is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to talk the new Ahsoka trailer, the two episode now premiere date. But before that, Matt, let's sink our teeth into some news. Uh, First and foremost for us is that uh, Ahsoka will be podcast on Star Wars Saturdays, which right now are Marvel Secret Invasion Saturdays for the next three weeks. Two more episodes and then a uh, a wrap to that series. Um, But we'll be bringing you those first two episodes of Ahsoka, which of course will be available on Wednesday, August 23rd. We will bring them to you Saturday august 26 asterisk matt this is of course subject to change you know dual writers and actors strikes right now of course and pete i think this is the beginning of a great uh a great friendly disagreement here uh i think that these i think that this premiere date is is stamped in concrete stamped in like the Andor date for August of last year for those first two episodes. Uh, look, I, and I, and I can't disagree there. My question, and I honestly don't remember that. Uh, my question is this. Uh, you misremembered Matt. Well, r- r- regardless, when, when was Andor redated? Uh, I want to say late July, if not early August. All right. So uh, the possibility not in a dual strike. All I would say is this as part of the larger picture. And it was eye opening as I was, was, you know, putting into the old spreadsheet, the forthcoming fantastic Geek schedule here, the notion, assuming, assuming that these shows, uh, you know, Ahsoka, Loki, uh, and so forth, uh, the skeleton crew echo, assuming that they can all meet their release dates, um, it's a pretty solid, you know, let, let's even back into Secret Invasion here. The fact that Secret Invasion um, concludes when it does, end of July, and then, okay, three weeks of downtime or three weeks of other things on Disney+. Plus. I will acknowledge, Pete, sometimes Disney Plus has stuff that might not be for, you know, middle-aged people. Uh, I know we have a podcast listener who's been enjoying some some Bluey recently. Um, but, you know, three weeks of downtime, and then, boom, you have seven weeks of Ahsoka for eight episodes, as you say, the double up there, a uh, little bit of downtime, three weeks again. Ooh, looks like a pattern there. Then Loki literally happening. You know, the, the last Ahsoka episode is a Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, uh, October 4th, Loki two days later. Um, and then that having its run. And then a handful of weeks later, all the echo episodes drop. We don't have a skeleton crew date yet, but, on the one hand, hey, I'm excited for all this content. Flip side, as somebody who's sympathetic to the rank and file actors out there, the rank and file writers out there, and certainly the those outside of those two unions who now also find themselves without you know a, a paying gig, um, this appears to be a pretty strike-proof schedule if those shows can meet those dates in terms of the average person going, there's a strike, what? I don't know. But meanwhile, on Ahsoka... You know, episode six, I'm excited. Two episodes to go. And then, hey, everybody loves Hiddleston. He's back as Loki. Then then Echo, then more Star Wars. So I feel like 
I feel like this schedule has been put together by some of the same Machiavellian people that are like, Pete, the CEO only made $200 million last year. What do you mean writers need dental? It's worrisome to me the length that the writer's strike has gone on. I think it's day 77 today. Um, Of course, the actors joined them last week. The picketing continues. AI is a massive issue for both parties, as are residuals. Um, And I'm just concerned it's going to affect the content. I mean, streamer slowdown was an issue prior to this, and I think it conveniently works into, oh, look at all this stuff. And uh, the Deadpool movie, it had worked ahead, and we were getting a lot done, and we were showing off images, and now... uh, Ryan Reynolds is on a picket line. Uh, I don't think we're going to hit our date on that. I, I worry about the near term. And, and the Pete, wait, can, can we stick with that for one second? Because it was only in the va- in the back of my head. Pete, what, whether it's a major studio, whether it's a sub-studio of a larger studio, what studio in Hollywood is known for tippity-tippity top of security? Uh, Disney. Disney, particularly which shingle at Disney? Marvel. Marvel. Isn't it weird that somehow there were not just one picture, that there were many pictures from many angles of Deadpool 3 filming mere days before now no one associated with it, I guess aside from the director, but he's going to see which way the wind is blowing, Ryan Reynolds is a producer, blah, 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 that now no one can hype this movie anymore. Isn't it weird that word got out of it? days before these actors couldn't make it anymore and nobody was going to talk about it and everything is all crisis crisis. So yes, completely. Okay. Um, but again, where we are with the content, whether they read the tea leaves and say, all right, we're hunkering down. Maybe Ahsoka gets backed up a little bit. I, I hope it's not the case, Matt. I hope we wake up tomorrow and there are headlines out of Hollywood Record deal for writers and actors, labor happiness, let the good times roll, okay? Resume everything. Um, I'm concerned that's not the case. Well, Pete, start to bring it back here to Star Wars, to Lucasfilm. Uh, I understand there's been some some whispers uh, and so forth in the last week. For the, You laugh, Matt. But for the 37th time, Kathleen Kennedy has been fired. Thus, the rumors are anyway. Um, And I know that we touched on a little bit in last week's podcasts, uh, worth mentioning, as we did for our Emmy podcast uh, last week, um, (laughs) that the the, the brightest day in which it was rumored she was fired was also, what was that the day before the Emmys? But it was... All these Emmy nominations. What was it? Twenty-two. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Across the yeah, Star so Wars. So I guess shows. they hired her back. Um, and indeed, I read an article as we were talking before recording. I read an article on anonymous website that talked about how actually they've asked her back because no one else wants to take the job. That's right, Pete. No one wants allegedly. No one wants to run. Star Wars and Industrial Light and Magic. They just couldn't find anybody, so now they're stuck with her, which prompted your perfect response, which was what? Move those sticks, Matt. Move the goalposts yet again. 
Indeed. And it's just worth keeping in mind for all this craziness. Because look, Pete, if there is a story out there that any film executive, you know, uh, ripped into a subordinate, you know, we've heard some of this stuff from other venues, you know, throwing a stapler, not of Kathleen Kennedy, mind you, but, you know, throwing stapler, kicking people out of a moving car. You know, some of this, some of these are real tales from Hollywood in the last 20 years, let alone the really terrible stuff. Um, Fine. If a case wants to be built that way, fine. But as you say, anytime there's this stuff against Kathleen Kennedy coming from people that are offended with things like raise a girl and girls are difficult to talk to sometimes. So that means Kathleen Kennedy got fired. It's always move the goals, you know, move the goalposts, move the sticks. Oh, here's why she's back. It's, it's just, it's, it's craziness. It's internet craziness. I, and it, I guess it still works. Well, squaring up for Ahsoka, Matt, which to me looks primed to uh, continue in this tradition of really successful Star Wars TV. Not only do you have the titular character, okay, but Sabine Wren here, okay, Harrison Dula, just this trailer more so than the previous showcases this badass sisterhood okay yeah you get Ezra talking okay but as we tongue-in-cheek joked uh before we turned our mics on Matt there is uh you know male protagonists in Star Wars you can have a show named for a female character in which a trio of uh female characters uh go on laser sword uh speeder bike space adventures and what was so interesting watching this trailer was i know that most of it or all of it uh was shown at celebration and i had seen some of it with the secret reddit links to you know uh to to phones that were hidden away and whatnot but it was so parts of it were familiar to see part of it you know it was the first time i was seeing it on a big tv 4k the whole nine yards and it just it's just even separate separate from the gender presentation and i certainly don't mean to undercut that uh if anything you know it's not a big deal to me that there's a, a bunch of female leads in this show um uh and, and certainly it's a positive but you just kind of you get through this trailer and you go this looks like such a great Star Wars adventure. And that's not to say the others haven't been. You know, Andor is maybe the high watermark, uh, certainly for for Star Wars TV in many, many ways. And, you know, it's been discussed on our Andor podcast and plenty of other places. You know, it's it's a Star Wars story without Jedis, without laser swords, without this, without, blah, 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 without a trench run, you know, all of this stuff. Um, and it's great that Star Wars can be all these things. But, Pete, this is a show... It's got lightsabers. It's got, you know, it's got fighting flying craft. It's got, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and it just looks such, you know, kind of so vibrantly exciting, let alone, you know, the trailer kind of buries the lead. Of course, the lead was out there when the trailer was leaked. So it's kind of this weird, maybe less impressive snake eating its tail, but, you know, it's it, it it's thrown as the heir to the empire that's super exciting and i don't fault them you know that's obviously not the center of this trailer the trailer is 
Ahsoka and Sabine and Hera and so forth. Uh, we're with our heroes rightly, but it's this is just such a really exciting combination here. Bringing Ahsoka into live action in that second season of The Mandalorian, which wound up being a backdoor pilot for this show, was a really smart decision. And to set several shows, Mando, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, the forthcoming skeleton crew, all in this era, and to have Thrawn be name-checked in the third season of The Mandalorian, didn't show up, but now he's he's shown up. And, and this, you know, casting this shadow and what this is going to mean for this era of the universe right now is enormous. And this is the character in Ahsoka and the supporting characters in Natasha Liu Bordizo's uh, Sabine and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's Hera, okay, to help her do this. And then you throw in Mon Mothma from You're the Andor, okay? It's This is going to be fantastic. I, I can't look at this and be anything less than excited. Um, I, I want to hire Kathleen Kennedy, you know, again and again. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a great, it's a super great cast of actors. Uh, it's a super great cast of characters. Um, and I don't mean to speak out of both sides of my mouth. I know on our, some of our Marvel discussions, I've said some of these things that Marvel asks us to get excited about. It then is so long you know, so, so much later for that we get that resolution. Um, and I know it was, you know, it was what Mando season two, as you said, where, um, where we had, you know, where's your master, where's grand Admiral Thrawn. That was kind of the kickoff, kind of kickoff. but we're, we're getting all these great characters here, even down to, um, I see here on the Wikipedia that, uh, Wes Chatham is going to be playing Thrawn's right hand man. And I don't believe the character has been named either in the the news article there or certainly in Wikipedia, but has me hoping, uh, having having read the Zon Thrawn trilogy, not to be confused with the Earth of the Empire thril- trilogy, not to be confused with another Thrawn prequel trilogy that he wrote. Um, there's the great the great character, the great supporting character of Eli Vanto from the Thrawn books, and it has me like. I will be cheering there if little old Eli Vanto, who who stuck with Thrawn in the books, even when other people didn't, um, if even he is showing up in what is just this amazingly stacked cast. There's a different name. Again, we take IMDb as a malleable source because anyone can edit it, but there is a different name on that for that character. To me, Matt, that they begin, and obviously this marketing was largely drawn up prior to the untimely and just terrible news of the death of Ray Stevenson, who's playing Balin Skull, who really kind of kicks off this trailer. You get the feeling that the beginning of this is the very beginning of the show, some attack on a new Republic ship and uh, these lightsaber wielding foes who have to say we are no jedi and then the idea that 
they've twisted the thinking that they're destroying so that they can create. And later that he tells Ahsoka that he knew Anakin. So there's connective tissue there um, and further conflict. I mean, this trailer has just about everything that they show you Lothal. Okay. That they're showing you the mural uh, from rebels at the end, which that that coda to that show might be in like the top five of anything that Star Wars has ever done. Okay. And they're they're reaching for that. Matt, a, a super great detail I shared from you, I shared with you from last week, the droid that is seen uh popping up quick in the middle of the trailer. So it's a R2 Astromech style droid. This is the snake eating its tail for me. Uh, they took the 1977 R2-D2 figure, which of course couldn't be accurate to what R2-D2 looked like on the screen because we didn't have that technology back then. And they've now made a droid that resembles that action figure. That's, and, that's stupendous. And I know something that Dave Filoni uh, has said, including recently in the, uh, making of mandalorian season three he always wants to do justice to the child in him who grew up enjoying star wars and the children that are out there so again to kind of have this you know to to have this toyification not for the sake of selling more toys as much as having resonance with the toys that you know the the toys that were bought and sold 40 years ago it's just it's just a really Pete, it's like George himself said. It's like poetry. The conversation going back and forth. Poetry talking to poetry. It's the nostalgia of, okay, he's done this in animation. Here's what they made. You know, the character is Ponda Baba, but was known as Walrus Man or Hammerhead or whomever. You know, looked like an action figure form. And then he did it in animation the way it looked, you know, on, on a shelf. Which, again, you know, these are touchstone images. But then when you talk about the stuff for these characters and really what is shaping up as season five of Star Wars Rebels, you know, seeing Sabine cut her hair short, pick up the helmet again, watch the uh, the hologram of Ezra. And then that she's referring to Ahsoka as master as she's putting her hand out as if she might be able to wield the force. I mean, these are details I can't wait to sink my teeth into. Pete, you mentioned uh, the late, the great Ray Stevenson playing Balin Skull. I have a real specific question for you. Uh, and I'll tell you why I'm about to ask it. Uh, I I am frequently super behind uh, on video games. And just earlier today, I was playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's the, the 2019 one, not the one that just came out. Uh, and I came across a mysterious character in it who I genuinely don't know who it is. And I immediately was like, could this be the character that Ray Stevenson plays and i had to remind myself of the chronology of that show and the chronology were uh, the chron- chronology of the game the chronology of the show uh the game is um i think about five years after uh 
after Revenge of the Sith. So my question to you is this, Pete. To your knowledge, how long has the character of Balin Scroll existed in our universe? How old is that character? I mean, he mentions that he was around Anakin, so they're... But it's not a character that has a lengthy... Oh, no. this is a character who came from the comics in the 90s? Okay, so that can... So... No, this is a brand new character. Got it, got it. And, and again, I could be completely... It was, it, was, it was the weirdest thing, because I'm like, oh, I'm on a new planet, got to learn a new map and find a new thing and whatnot. Um, and then all of a sudden, there's just this mystery guy, and I'm like, wait, this, this game's a couple years old, and I'm talking about... Ray Stevenson in the Star Wars show later tonight, and this kind of looks like Ray Stevenson, although the, the, it, it, it was a weird moment. There we are, Pete, poetry talking to poetry yet again. There's some thought that, you know, much like we've brought Thawne, Thrawn back, you know, he, their greatest uh, addition from the Heir to the Empire, Timothy Zahn trilogy that really kind of kept Star Wars alive in a fallow time in the early 90s that there could be some kind of uh you know spiritual uh holdover from like a a doris Cyboth or something like that but again the amount of rebel stuff that's in here and seeded through mandalorian in live action that we've got the the purgle space whales in some kind of aquatic uh you know atmosphere environment at one point ahsoka is even wearing what looks like a wetsuit in the cockpit of uh one of these ships yeah i cannot wait for august 23rd pete much as i mean obviously this show has been uh, rumored for the longest time and so on and so forth and the seed planted in Mandalorian season two. Um, and for, you know, for as much as right now, I think the, the average fan is not maybe super happy with executives. I think most people are siding with the actors and the writers and all that. Um, when you think of, you know, how unnatural Matt it is that they're on a first name basis with, uh, Kathleen Kennedy and, and Kevin Feige. Can can you think of how unnatural that is? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, okay. Because of the ridiculous YouTube grifter culture of, you know, just beat a horse to death. Uh, FYI, monetize this video, please, YouTube. Um, it's absurd. Looking at the larger picture here, um, I do wonder, you know, if the, if this schedule holds, if we do get Skeleton Crew taking place in the the same point in the Star Wars chronology, you know, give or take, uh, if if indeed that's going to come out in, in December, as has been stated, you know, we had so we've discussed before there were so many um, spinoff points in Mandalorian season two um and setting up kind of the growth of the, the the mandoverse if you will the growth of this you know this mandalorian portion of the timeline um i do wonder do we get something like that because <laughs> again i know i said all the marvel stuff uh for secret the secret invasion podcast like you know you know everything doesn't need to be connected and everything doesn't need to be setting up the next thing and so on and so forth but knowing that 
Again, the Ahsoka series runs until the first Wednesday in October, and the plan is to give me more Star Wars TV in December. I wouldn't hate if one of these uh, eight episodes does something to sit and get me further excited for for Skeleton Crew, part of the Filoni Favreau portion of the timeline, another creation of theirs. You know, all of that. I, I feel like it's I feel like it's right there in front of us. I don't know that they'll swing for this, that, you know, this has been a labor of love for Filoni and Watts pitching skeleton crew, uh, Goonies meets Star Wars, that it's in the era, I think, is the level of connectivity. We know from, you know, one character from the Mandalorian, um, that we've seen in promotional stuff is going to cross over the, the pirate vein, the one that got away um, and how prominent he might be. We don't yet know. Um, so again, we'll see. We've, we've transitioned now with the Mandalorian to what season four, whenever it gets lensed will be okay. You're, going to go on missions for the new republic the ones they can't go on go take this guy out go take that guy out all, all the while this big bad and thrawn that's going to be introduced um you know on screen in this series is going to be gathering steam of his own well i know we're what about five weeks out six weeks out from ahsoka and exciting times indeed I wonder what the promotional push will look like. Um, let's just say in general, in terms of commercials or things of that sort, let alone, you know, as people on uh, people who follow us on uh, threads and Twitter have seen us discussing a little bit, you know, there are other properties that they pre-taped a bunch of promotional yeah. stuff. I mean, Haunted, Haunted Mansion did a thing with the cast members a, a month ago and then here it is being released in the lead up to Haunted Mansion. If you didn't know there was a strike or if you didn't know the strict rules of um, not promoting work, you would just say, oh, cool. Jamie Lee Curtis, Owen Wilson, Keith uh, Stanfield. There they are at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland this week, getting ready for the movie next week. You know, so there's a little, you know, I mean, is that fair? It's fair. It's work they did on blah, 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 blah. But for we, the audience, it's a little bit of pulling the wool over the eyes. So I think, Pete, we will we will keep this Ahsoka podcast feed prepped for whatever it is that's not going to be... Oh, well, I was going to say it's not going to be an interview. For all we know, the interviews have already been done. Empire Magazine, Entertainment Weekly, a monthly online periodical or whatever it is now. You know, the Time cover, whatever it is, these, these interviews may have already happened and are going to be fed out in due course um and i guess that's just the name of the game for us to then continue to talk about things as we count down to the series you gotta wonder a little bit about the ethics of cooperating with that oh why is there a rush to get it done now because there could be a strike around the corner and if there were any hard liners in terms of no i'm not going to participate in this because i know exactly what you're doing um but yeah, Matt, I'm looking forward. I want to hear from our listeners, from our followers across social media. What are you looking forward to the most about Ahsoka? Well, Pete, we will give that contact info shortly uh, and certainly let the Ahsoka conversation start to bloom. 
But uh, we have to take a moment to thank everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash fantastic geek. Could not do it without you, particularly as we are, you know, I know we've already technically added the Ahsoka podcast to the to the fold here, but as we gear up for another podcast, more of that storage, more of that bandwidth and so forth, uh, our thanks to everyone who keeps us listeners supported. 34 podcast feeds strong and still adding that we'll be putting on another one uh before we know it but yeah everybody who goes to patreon.com slash fantastic geek gets access to exclusive content all sorts of levels to choose from it takes just a dollar a month to get you in that door can't contribute right now you can help us just as much go to apple Podcasts, leave us a rating in seconds leave us a review in a little while longer help push us out there and Pete, let's indeed keep the conversation going. How can people be in touch with you on social media? You can find me on Twitter while it's still in existence and a thing at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 12,727 followers and falling. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter's Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, and Threads. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash FantasticGeek with the PH, all one word, like it today. Pete, looking forward to this Saturday's Secret Invasion Saturday and Sunday's Star Trek Sunday. Uh, Pete, it's a good week when we get to do Star Wars, Star Trek, and Marvel. Uh, And with that... I will say adios to all the listeners and give you, Pete, the final word. Talk to you soon.